Welcome. Good day. I'm Maria Cristalli, and I serve as the president and CEO of Hillside and the host of Conversations with the CEO, our Hillside podcast. And I'm very pleased to welcome two guests with me this afternoon, Teresa Canavan, and she has been serving at Hillside for 14 years as the program manager of our residential treatment programs at Hillside's Monroe Avenue campus. And also joining me, Elisa Burke. And Elisa has been serving at Hillside for 34 years. And this year, she was the 2022 recipient of the Chairs Award at Hillside, really recognizing her exemplary service to this organization. And she serves as the unit manager for residential treatment also on the Monroe Avenue campus. Just an opportunity for me to highlight residential treatment at Hillside. We serve approximately 400 young people and families on four campuses, two in Rochester, Monroe Avenue, and our Crestwood campus on Scottsville Road, one in Bath, our Snell Farm campus, and our Finger Lakes campus in Senate, New York, outside of Auburn. So a little bit about residential treatment. And today we want to really specifically focus our conversation on living the values of Hillside. We have three core values at Hillside. This is how we approach our work. And our values are caring. Hillside builds a culture of trust and support by focusing on the wellness and resiliency of our staff, youth, and families that we serve. The second value is inclusion. Hillside believes all people should be accepted for who they are, have a voice, be listened to, and valued while striving for equity, trust, and belonging. And our third value is excellence. At Hillside, we utilize high-quality, evidence-based, and evidence-informed practices, and we seek input from employees and strive for continuous improvement in order to achieve the best possible results and outcomes. And it is my pleasure to welcome my guest and highlight all of this work gets done by our extraordinary staff, a team of approximately 1,700 1700 individuals that are part of the Hillside staff. Welcome, Elisa and Teresa. Living the values, let's talk about how that work goes on each and every day here at the Monroe Avenue campus. I'd love you to share your stories. Elisa? Okay, thank you, Maria. I um, I can't say enough about um, the journey that I've had at, at Hillside. I've been here for 35 years, and if anyone out there is thinking about any kind of career path, it would be an awesome, it is an awesome opportunity. Um, There is not, there's challenges every day. There's nothing, I mean, if you're looking for a job that is um, very challenging, this is a job to have. And also to be able to give back to our community and also be able to just to help families and children in crisis situations. I have to say that um, throughout my years of being here, I continue after 35 years, I continue to have experiences where I have youth and families that contact me. I just had one just yesterday. The receptionist called me to say that 
we talked to a parent today that was actually in care. And she asked specifically for for you, Miss Burke. She um, wanted to, she was, her, she, I'm sorry, she was um, struggling, her child, her 17-year-old child is struggling in the community, and she is reaching out to Hillside because she said that she um, was so pleased at the help that the agency gave her when she was here that she has been reaching out to um, Hillside for her daughter as well. And I can really relate to that because as my journey um, went on throughout Hillside, I, um, too, felt that this is a place where I would bring my child. And I did. I, at one point, my child did come into emergency care because I know that I work for an agency that um, I trust to help and, and my my um, son would get the um, help that he needed. So I really related to that. And it was nice to know that um, she reached out because she felt like she received such good services when she was here. So I um I can't say enough about what I do from day to day. There are ups and downs um with the job. You see a lot of children, a lot of hurting children and families that come through this agency. But just to know that we um I work at an agency that helped to be a part of that healing process of families and children that we service. Lisa, that's a beautiful story. And I, I think of, you know, what really resonates uh, with, with me is a, a, a few points that you raised is the connection with families over multiple generations. And because we really focus in our approach to service of being a family-driven organization and that full partnership with families, however a family defines family, because it's different for each and every family. That engagement, building trust and rapport is critical to the success of every youngster, every family member, and their ability to thrive. Also, I think about I'm not surprised that that individual sought you out and came back because you made a connection. And this is what our staff each and every day, because they're caring they're working in partnership, mission-oriented people that come to work in this field. That connection means so much, not only for when an individual is in treatment, but when they go on and move on in life. So very important. Teresa, what do you think? I'm sure you have a story to share. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with Ms. Burke that it's just such a privilege to work at an agency that makes sure that all families and children feel comfortable and accepted, um, really from their first day here. So we just had a young person join us on Tuesday for their first day. Um, and I think that's a scary first day, coming to a new place with your family, not really sure what to expect, even though you've had conversations, it's different on that first day. Um, and watching the staff along with the other young person, people in the, that unit, um, support and welcome and kind of wrap around that young person. Um, there were welcome signs. The family was invited in to see the area, to ask questions of the staff, um, to really kind of learn the day to day. Um, and the kids were just so excited to show that uh, young man where he was going to stay and tell him a little bit about what they do on a daily basis. Um, 
And that just means so much. It makes people feel safe and comfortable to hear it right from the staff and kids that they'll be with on a day-to-day basis. Um, and to really learn and put faces and names to the people that are going to be doing that work to support getting your, your child home. It's just such a gratifying experience to see kind of from beginning to end the stay of some of our kids um, and the progress that family and that young person make throughout their time. Um, really hoping to lead to, to examples of Miss Burke's story where they're reaching back out and hoping for support when they need it, knowing that they can count on the agency to really come through and support them in their times of need. You know, that's really, really important, Teresa. I think about the the power of including our youth in that process and uh, thinking about where you started that story, how difficult it is for a family member to bring their child to a residential treatment campus in that first day and how traumatic it is for the family member, for the child, and to utilize the children that are also uh, working with us and living on this campus because they have the same experience. They have that experience of being here to support that youngster. And our family peer advocates help to support, in addition to our team, they are part of the team helping to support families as they go through that process and begin the engagement with our team so critical to the long-term success of the work that we're doing at Hillside. So let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about from an employee experience and maybe highlight the value of inclusion because we have the benefit when we think about the staff that work at Hillside from multiple disciplines, different life experiences, that come together in any of our four residential treatment campuses as part of a multidisciplinary team. Speak to a little bit of the value of joining this organization and what that brings to uh, your perspective as a staff person. What is the value of being part of that team in working with and for young people and families? Teresa, we'll start with you this time. Yeah, I think that Hillside does such a great job at making sure everybody's heard and all opinions and thoughts are valued. Um, sitting on different teams throughout the agency and really hearing the different ideas or thoughts that come forward um, and kind of trying to pull from different areas, pull from different programs, campuses, experiences, um, to really kind of make sure that we're encompassing the best care we can and really valuing the opinions of all the different individuals that work within the agency. Um, There's nothing more gratifying than knowing that speaking up and giving your opinion uh, is valued and that you will be asked, you know, to kind of elaborate on that or give us some more information in hopes that we can kind of find a new or different way of doing something to improve the quality of care we're offering. Um, And our staff that come in, you know, they're, they're full of different ideas, having different people from different walks of life and different life experiences before joining us just allows everyone to kind of hear something different, learn something different, and really kind of put a different perspective on how we can potentially uh, change or support or continue to improve the quality of care we're giving to the youth and family that we work with. Thank you. So very true, Teresa critically important. 
Elisa, how about you? I totally agree with um, Teresa just just said. I um, the one of the things that I, I I love most about the job that I do here is that my voice is heard, and I feel uh, I feel that um, the um, the kind of youth that we serve here, the families that we serve here, it's important to be able to have a um, a um, a lot of voices at the table and people comfortable to be able to say how they feel about the different um, things. We have all the different cultures of children that work, that come here and families here, and it's going to be different. We're all not going to be on the same page, but it's nice to know that you can have a voice. And um, I learned long time ago, I used to be that person that used to sit back quietly and um, until I learned that it's okay. You can you can voice what you what you had to say, and then I couldn't shut up after then. But I um, really, really, it's just nice to know that I can, and that the agency embraces that, and that when we have um, the different um, situations that come up within the agency, you do get emails, you do get surveys on how can we do this here, and and I feel like from those surveys that we've had, you you get a chance to see your thoughts or someone else's thoughts that is being used right. You know what? Maybe that's a point. Maybe that is something that we can do different and is actually done. So I think that is huge um, for um, families, our children and our families, and most importantly, our staff, to know that they uh, work in an environment that they can um, have an input in. And I think it's huge because our staff are those people that are working day to day with our children and our families. So. They, um, I think it's important for that, especially that front line to be able, a lot of our, our staff, they take these kids as their own. So to be, it's just like a parent being able to, you know, voice your opinion um, about treatment or um, a concern that they may have about a, a family or a child. So I think it's, it's, it's huge. But I think that um, that has helped um, Hillside to be as successful as it has because wow. they do that. Thank you, Elisa. I, you know, I, I couldn't agree more and, and so pleased that you feel that way and, and Teresa feels that way, that you have a voice and that at Hillside we embrace differences. We embrace differences and the value of inclusion and bringing those differences and allowing all the voices that are part of the Hillside community, our staff, our stakeholders, our young people, we serve some adults, families, everyone has a voice. And, and we are going to have differences. That's what makes us stronger as an organization. But feeling comfortable to share your perspective and that it's welcomed really, for me, connects inclusion to excellence, right? Our commitment to being an organization that values quality, high-quality standards for our services, the opportunity to embrace and implement evidence-based practices at the organization and to focus on impact and evaluate that with with data. All um, areas of focus that are part of our value of excellence, critical to our programming, critical in the long run to all those that we serve. So you know on, on that topic you both have had a role in implementing our trauma-informed evidence-based model, children and residential experiences. And maybe you can speak to your experience 
in the implementation of the model and how that has changed the way uh, residential treatment in uh, 2022 occurs each day on our campus. Lisa, I'll start with you. Okay. I, um, I, I, I have to go back to um, when I first um, came to Hillside. And at that time, Hillside was just, um, they were very big on self-awareness. And that was for their for their staff, and we had all these. They had all these um, trainings. They had conferences that you could go to that they sent their staff to. And I never forget. Um, I think I had been here like maybe two years and experiencing going to a um, a conference from a group of people out of um, California. They came in for a whole week. And what they did was that we had eight children, because at that time we had 16 youth in a, um, in a unit, and um, eight children were picked. They went downtown every day to the um, conference center, and eight kids, and then they had um, eight staff that they had from that team. And so they would go down, and we would take those children down there, but the staff experience... Um, being trauma-informed, and it was the most, I'll have to say that was my steps at Hillside, because as we come here, I don't think we come to do, it. we don't come and work in this field just by accident that we come. They come, what I've learned is that staff come and they bring stuff with them, and so along with teaching staff to be aware of the trauma that they bring, they, um, they, they, they focus on staff first. So they would break up. Kids would have their own all-day training. And um, and I won't call it training. I'm going to call it therapy because that's what they gave to the staff and they gave to the kids. It was the most exciting week I've ever had. It was the best thing that I could have ever gotten in my life from um, from this agency. And um, it just made me grow as a person. And I, you just heard the staff talk about it because it was just that kind of experience. But, um, and then we, they implemented it. Years went by, they just they just kept on implementing. Then they implemented care. And then how um, these things affect children and, and, and um, um, children and, and, and families. And uh, how they come in and to be, you know, trauma informed about what's going on. This is not behavior. It was a pet peeve of mine when I heard people say, "You work with Hillside. You work with those bad kids." I, it was a trigger for me, because I know that we were dealing with much more than behavior. Those were just the behaviors that children. Um, show, but to be able to get to the root of it and be able to learn about it, um, it is really, I just see us growing, you know, leaps and bounds with what um, the agency has provided um, for um, staff and children here to be just informed and know um, the root of what we do. You know, Elisa, it is a, you describe an evolution in our field, not only at Hillside, but in our field of being uh, trauma-informed mm-hmm. and, and trying to, as much as possible, as you're talking about building your self-awareness as a professional, as professionals of Hillside, of, of, of trying to understand the experiences from a parent or a child's point of view and what's happened to them as part of the context of the overall treatment process 
in partnership with, with them, and spending time to understand their culture, their community, and the challenges they face, and the strengths that they're so proud of is part of that process, and a focus uh, at Hillside of professional development of our staff, so critically important to the work we do. Teresa, how about you? Yeah, I really agree a lot with what Ms. Burke was saying, um, and just seeing over the last 14 years, I've uh, had the privilege of being here, really looking at the evolution of the care we give and just the trauma-informed approach. I think that children and residential experiences really brought forth a lot of what people do on a day-to-day basis and really gave some um some label or name or description of what that really was so that those little great ideas that were happening every day in different areas of the agency could be shared um, and explored in, in other parts of the agency. So, for example, really taking some time to look at the environment of each of our units, our residential units, um, of our clinical offices, and trying to just do some very little changes that make those more welcoming Um, and less like an institutional setting, but instead more homey to make people feel comfortable um, letting their guard down and really exploring the opportunities that Hillside has to uh, accept different treatment and trauma-informed evidence-based approaches to support moving forward um, in their individual lives as well as with their family. I also think of, to Ms. Burke's point, around how much time and attention the agency has realized really giving to staff around that and almost giving staff um, permission to allow themselves to be human with the kids we work with Mm -hmm. Um, and really acknowledging that we are dealing with different traumas and we are dealing with different past experiences and that everyone comes in with their own um, life experiences and making sure that they also feel safe to explore that with their supervisor and and learn different ways of dealing with their own backgrounds or past so that they can better support, teach, coach, and mentor the young people that we work with um, so that everyone can just, you know, kind of get back home, get with their families or their resources and become successful members of their home community. Teresa, it's so important to emphasize the point that both you and Elisa have made Uh, Trauma-informed organizations focus on caring for the individuals they serve and taking care of the caregivers that serve those individuals. Very important part of the work we do at Hillside. Uh, Our our teams, where we started this conversation, Elisa and, and Teresa are two members of an extraordinary team. And we have teams, in, uh, as I mentioned, at four residential campuses and also community-based services, and we work in schools. So this is an opportunity to share with the community, if you're mission-oriented, if you care about working with people and making a difference, we want you to be part of this extraordinary team at Hillside. So a big thank you to my guests today, Elisa Burke, Teresa Canavan, wonderful staff members and leaders at our Monroe Avenue campus. Come join us. And for those of you listening, check out hillside.com and our careers page. There are a number of roles that we would welcome you to come learn more about. Check us out online, check out our stories, and please stay tuned for our next podcast. Thank you very much. 
and have a good day.